Oh, yes. Luckily, you know, it's virtual, so I don't have to worry about a heart attack. Yeah. Of, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this is that's the great thing about virtual. And, you know, the thing is I kind of woke up this morning with a sore throat. So it's really good it's virtual. <laughs> oh, yes. Actually. Anyway... Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Unwanted Answers, the show where we... We don't really know anymore. Kind of having a crisis, actually. Yes. Um, Identity crisis. Yeah. So, we are gonna just start talking into microphones, though, and hope uh, something comes out of it. It is a show, however, where we have some... (laughs) great segments um where we you know pry things out of each other and have some great special guests some real characters of people oh yes but you know the first thing that we like to do on this show and it's been a while since we've recorded so it's always it's always especially good to do this when that is the case and that is uh uh, what's been going on recently yes so I guess I shall go first. Almost this whole week I've been thinking, what do I have? What's been going on recently? Because there's been so little. Because it's basically like 2020 month whatever. This is what, like what, month 18 or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same. But something did happen, not last night, but the night before. Hmm. So... I was, it was 10 o'clock at night, and during, that is my time to play my video games. That is when I'm like, all right, I'm going to load up Grand Theft Auto, I'm just going to see what happens, try not to die, and whatever happens in the story happens. Mm-hmm. And then, so, my sister's dog went outside, you know, because at 10 o'clock, it's time for it to pee one last time, which is Huck's favorite part of the story. That's funny. Mike's even bears and rolls around in its own field. Yeah, I'd be at 10 o'clock every night, too. You might be able to hear the little jerk now. But who knows? Yeah, I was really afraid that you were going to say, like, and he got hit by a car. I was like, please don't. Someone left the gate open. <laughs> he said, hey, look at that dead dog over there. And looked at the collar. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> so it went out to go to the bathroom, and it came up the stairs, you know, in fashion, trying to be like, oh, yes, I got to urinate. I'm the king now or whatever. So I'm playing my veil games, and... Because of the way my house is situated, I like to sit close to the TV. So I sit on the floor right in front of it because I got to see that map and know where to go. Yeah. So there's a little, like, I guess, permanent footstool type thing. You know, like a footstool that's not attached to a couch? Yeah, yeah. Like an ottoman. Yes, uh, that is the right word. So I sit on the floor with my back against to that. And there's a little bed that that dog goes on to sleep on. And I'm mm-hmm. playing the game, and I'm like, what is that smell? Oh, no. Yes. So, <laughs> and then my dad is going to bed, 
And I say, do you smell that? And he says, yes. So, and it smelled like burnt rubber or something. I'm like, what is that? So, and then we both look at that dog. And it has, its, its ears are down. It has its eyes wide like, I know I screwed up. Oh, no. So he picks it up and smells it. And I was like, I don't know if that's what it is. So he went downstairs to check. Everything was fine downstairs. So he went to bed. And I sat there playing the games wondering, God, I hope this isn't toxic. I hope I don't die over whatever this is. Yeah. So then we get the news. It was sprayed by a skunk. Because over time, it became more of a skunk-type smell. Yeah. So it meant multiple I baths it had to go in, and the whole time it was so, it was acting so guilty. I was like, "You little yeah. jerk! You made this whole house <laughs> smell. All the windows are open now because of you." <clears throat> and you know it does. It knows it's been bad when it just it, all the time it tries to go on your lap, it looks for affection. I'm like, "No, not today." Yeah. Years ago, yeah. if there was a fire, I would have picked you up. But now you're on your own. <laughs> now you smell too Now you bad. smell. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. that's awful. So we are on day two of having all the windows open, trying to air out what that little monster brought in. And I, I hope. Yeah, that's really hard to get out. It has a history of, like, killing bunnies. So, uh, so we try not to get on that dog's side, but I'm just like, I hope you killed that squirrel. I hope what I mean that that skunk. skunk I hope yeah. that um for all the the living hell we've gone through that you got that monster. Yeah, I mean to be fair, it's really the dog's fault in a way. Yes. Except unless you want to blame evolution for creating something that smells so bad. Why are but... skunks the only one who can do that? Uh I mean there are there are similarly animals that just like defensively like poop and pee on stuff when they're afraid oh yes which is similar um yes that's awful i would the smell of a skunk being in the house and not leaving sounds awful because i yes yeah i hope i'm remembering this right but i almost remember a story uh that way way when i was little because i i think in the early 2000s or something i think my my uncle's family, like, uh, when they were m- moving, like, from another state back into Michigan, <clears throat> they temporarily, like, stayed for, like, a whole summer at our house. So there's basically two families living in our house. And um, I remember one time, what I'm remembering is that my uncle got sprayed by a skunk when he was outside. <laughs> and it was just like, well, you can't come in now. <laughs> like <laughs> you've been exiled. Uh, I almost feel like that summer, like uh, there was a lot of like people camping out in the backyard, and I imagine that he just slept outside. It was just like, well, I guess I'm skunk tainted now. I have to sleep in a tent outside. It's like a scarlet that, A or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So. He looked probably ashamed like that dog. That part was conjecture, but I'm pretty sure my uncle did get sprayed by a skunk that summer, and we had to <laughs> deal with it before coming back inside. Oh, yes. That's what tomato sauce or, or tomato juice or whatever is for. 
Is that right? And, I don't uh, know. You mean I, I guess they something? found something off the internet, some concoction, <laughs> a cocktail, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's probably something like that. Uh, so, I mean, that's, uh, that's stinky in yes. more ways than one. Well, before uh, we move on to your thing, this is a random question that popped into my head. Yeah. If you had to have one as a pet... What would you choose, a skunk or a porcupine? Because they both attack in two different ways. One attacks you with the smell. The other, it will just pricks in your hand. Yeah, honestly, I know this is pretty fresh for you, but I would I choose a skunk. I think if they had the smell thing, like there are people I believe. And I don't think I would necessarily condone this. It doesn't seem like a legal pet, but I think there are people who, for whatever reason, have a skunk as a pet as an exotic animal, but they have like the smell gland removed. And like I, I think they're at that point, pretty why even smart have a skunk? Animal. That's its most oh, so, signature thing. I, I think, uh, I think people think they're cute. <laughs> I, you. I'm not gonna say I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't. <laughs> I like I like stupid. I like pigeons. I like oh, geese. Yeah. I'm an absolute freak. You like geese? Um, yeah, and everyone hates geese. <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna say I wouldn't want a, a skunk as a pet. <laughs> I think I think I would, but not really because it doesn't seem like an okay thing to have as a pet. <laughs> Yo, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> So, after that stinky situation, which Huck oh, yeah. was on the edge of his seat, he mm-hmm. was like, what happened next, man? Well, did, did it roll around poop? Uh, did it eat its own vomit? What happened next? Well, Huck, I guess yeah. you'll have to wait till next time. Yeah, I guess so. But. Um, my, what's been going on. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for implying, implyingly asking me. Um, also has to do with uh, video games, sitting down and playing some oh, video yes. games. This one's a little bit more of a casual, fun one. Just what the the little free time I've had, this is what I've been having a lot of fun doing. Because um, you are back in maybe, school right now. Yes, that I am. That living hell I'm, called higher education. I'm a, I'm a senior, uh, this close to getting a BFA, and uh, right near the end, building portfolios, concocting cover letters and resumes designing final stuff for a graphic design degree it's a lot of work and it's the busiest i've ever been but in the little bits of free time i get when i finish my homework i've been having a real great time digging back into some retro gaming in particular i got a specific device back out this buddy no the game boy the lime green game boy advance it the still Game Boy works. Advance, it does the Game Boy Advance SP, which I believe you got the exact same one. Yes, right? I do. Uh, it's somewhere yeah. in my room. <clears throat> um, but this is—I mean, this is this is a great console with some really great, like, really fully fledged games on it that uh, go under the radar sometimes. But what I really have been getting obsessed with uh, in preparation. For I, I've been like trying to find games I haven't played before, like off eBay and stuff, uh, for the Game Boy Advance. So I'm not even playing like the ones I used to play as a kid. Um, I 
in man, it's like a week from now only, right? Uh, my most hype game of the year, I talked about it in the E3 episode, is Metroid Dread, which is coming up for the Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah, but it's being it's being called Metroid Five in the trailers, and so I was like, I should play through all the Metroids one through five to to prepare for it. So <clears throat> that's what I've been doing, and for the most part, I can play them on here because there's a remake of Number One, which I just beat, uh, which was uh, really really cool, and then I played two which is samus returns it's for a different one but uh, a different console uh and that was good i am i've beaten super metroid twice it's one of my favorite games of all time and it's the reason i'm so hype for dread uh and now i'm on a game called metroid fusion on this little buddy um I think the battery's dead. I was gonna. Oh tra- yeah. <laughs> I was gonna. Dra- Did you have to oh, charge no, it again when you found it? Yeah, it took me a while to find the charger. So I was like worried. I was like playing a game and just like, oh, I didn't even think about it to charge it. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, luckily I found the old charger. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So before October eighth, which is coming up very soon. Uh, less than two weeks, I want to try and beat Metroid 4, which is Metroid Fusion. Oh, I see it now. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and it's interesting because it's not... Um, the interesting thing, we're so used to backlights. These are not backlights. It's just like lighting the front of the screen. So it's way darker than you ever remember devices like this oh. being. <laughs> uh, so... That's that. That's been good, <clears throat> and I'll even show my uh, little uh, how 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 deep this uh, obsession with beating this series has gone. Because I have this clipboard where I'm marking <laughs> off when I beat one. Um, so I've beaten one, two, and three, and here I am, Metroid Fusion. And this, I uh, hopefully will get to cross out with my big red marker before next week and then bam after Time 19 Metroid years Dread. after 19 years it's been 19 years since a game came out for this series <laughs> besides the prime series but i'm not counting that um you went through them that s- fast they're kind of uh i'm trying to think of when i uh, i'm trying to think of when i started replaying them um I think it kind of started back in August, maybe right before I went back to school when I played Super Metroid again. Um, and then I started playing them from the beginning. But they're short if you are, uh, if you just, especially the Game Boy Advance ones. They can't fit a lot of memory on these games. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, especially, like, Zero Mission, it took me, like, two days to beat or something. Uh, just a couple a couple bouts of a, of a few hours of playing. Um, so, it's not really that long. Um, and, you know, I'm not completely against using walkthroughs here and there if I get stuck. <laughs> oh, I, don't I do those st- all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't let myself get stuck for too long. I probably won't use any walkthroughs for Metroid Dread uh, because I want to get the full experience. But these other ones that have been out for so long, I'm just like I just want to beat it and kind of get some <laughs> of the story. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think I have a whole lot to say about that. It's my new uh, my little bit of joy I get in the little <laughs> bits of free time. Um, <clears throat> and I'm uh. You know, I'm excited in general just to uh, crack this open. Who needs, uh, where's this thing? This? No. Ah. This one, you get real buttons. Yeah, it's all about the Game Boy Advance. Yes. (laughs) That's right. People our age, they were always at the dentist. You were able to be like, hey, can I have a Game Boy? Yeah. My favorite time going to the dentist was when I would get a Game Boy and there was a Spider-Man game, and that was the one I'd always play. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. wish I knew what game it was because I would love to have it again. Yeah, I bet I bet you could uh, bet you could find it on eBay for for not a bad price. The I think the last thing I'll say about that I think this is maybe the perfect size for a handheld console, um, uh, compared to like the Game Boy and the DS and 3DS because. Uh, I mean, I'll also grab uh, this thing. As much as I love the Switch and think it's one of the best Nintendo consoles ever, this thing's enormous. Oh, yes. If you have this thing in the dentist (laughs) office, you're just, like, completely... You're out of it. It's heavy. It hurts my wrists. Oh, yes. The Game Boy fits in the palm of your hand. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, uh, that's all I have to say about uh, what I've been doing lately. Um, just uh, one of my true joys is retro games, and these can be considered retro now because we're old. Oh yes, I think the last time I used a game, my Game Boy, was when the power went out, and I used it as a flashlight. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yes. Ah, uh, the Game Boy. Remember? Did you ever have the uh, what was it? The Sega Game Gear? Oh no, I no, but uh, <laughs> um, I know about it. I did not. Whenever I think about the first time I ever went to a dentist office, <clears throat> I remember asking for a Sega Game Gear, and then being so excited because there was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game. And you'd fight it, and you'd fight the putties, and then you had to fight the Green Ranger. Next time I went to the office, they switched the Game Boy, and I was like, "No!" Now this is interesting. This is interesting because when you brought this up, I like I definitely know that like taking my Game Boy to the dentist's office while waiting seemed like a thing, but I, your dentist's office had game consoles for kids to use while they were waiting. Yes. Wow. Yes, you just there was a big sign. Just ask for a, for a Game Boy, and they would pick out. They pick up one, and there'd be a tub of games you could choose from. Wow, we just had like little plastic things you could stick together and stuff. Oh no, it's like little germ-looking plastic balls. That oh no, they these they were connect. clean. They were like here, here's your Game Boy. You get, um, and then here's the tub of games. We'll leave the tub of games out. Right here on the reception desk, 
So you can switch if you want a new one. Wow, I went to the wrong dentist. <laughs> it's the same thing at the orthodontist, except they had it. They did something. They put plastic so you couldn't switch out the game, but on the back it would be labeled Spider Man or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, wow. That's. Uh, Two different spots they had that, and I appreciated that so much. It made life yeah. so much easier. Yeah, I always felt like I was always frustrated because um, <clears throat> I always feel like I, I didn't get to try a lot of the the classics <laughs> because it was like one of the only things that wasn't available to rent. So I would have to ask for the games as a gift or something. Um, so that's why I haven't tried so many because it's just like the ten games I've owned that I've played. Uh, that was until there was, I think it was like a blockbuster near us that did rent out Game Boy Advance games. That was oh. revolutionary to me. And some of my favorite games for the console, like Fire Emblem and I think Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland, some of those I only ever played because I was able to rent them uh, because those were full-priced games. Uh, you know. Oh, yes. They weren't those ten ten dollar bin games. Uh, these were these are these are Nintendo proper. Oh so, yes. <clears throat> anyway, speaking that's what's of been rentals, did rentals. you? I mean, we are going down this rabbit hole already, and we're <laughs> even in the wrong show. Ah, segments. Who cares about them? Whatever. Yeah. We get to them when we get to them. But did you see that um, the last? Family video by us went out of business. Oh, wait. Um, you're talking... This is <clears throat> a revelation to me because I was actually just recently thinking... If you're talking about the one that's uh, near 50-something Street and the opposite of Western... <laughs> well, uh, I don't need to... I don't know. It's by a uh, Burger King, by a... Sp- uh... Yeah, it's on Eastern. Um, I don't know street names. Uh, I just go where, where the GPS takes me. Yeah, there's uh, a Hungry Howie's there, too. Yes, yes. And, yeah. Um, it did. It, it just closed? I think it closed a year ago, but... Because uh, I was thinking... Because I've, I've actually been thinking, like... I drive by that area less after I moved, um, even though I'm still kind of in the area. Uh, and I've always been surprised, like, that's really the family video that's been sticking around. Uh, cause the only other, the other family video I went to a lot, cause it was like near my cousin's house, was on the west side of GR, which is also around where I work. And that's been closed for as long as I can remember. Uh, like, at, like, probably at least like 10 years. Um, but it, the buildings, I think it's a Dollar General now. But is the it the one by the looks... Little Caesars? Is in the same building? <clears throat> um, there's one that I I used maybe, to go past. I, I can't. This is also near a Burger King, ironically, and it's across the street from McDonald's, and it's right next to the library that's over there, which is where I work. Um, but uh, yeah, there. Uh, that hit to me. I was always amazing to me that that particular family video stuck around for so long. Um, 
Longer than any other video store I've ever known. Yes. Like, that's like, the only Blockbuster's one gone, Video Master's gone, Hollywood Video's <laughs> gone. Have you seen on that street, though, and every time I pass, I'm so confused. On the sign, it says, like, either Video Master or Video Star on one of the signs. And it's not like it's there. I keep looking like... Like, the, the old so. logo and everything is... It's like they put up a new sign in the the like for that um that lot that has the burger king and the like planet fitness or whatever it is and the hungry howies amongst all of those business titles one of them says video master in the old logo <laughs> like what was that what used to be there it was or video star or there was um i think a video master pretty close to it yeah, it was somewhere around... Yeah, I thought there was something across the street from the family video, um, which is what I'm thinking of. But there's the, there's the logo for one of those there as if it was still there. And it's not like a leftover. It's They put up a new sign, and I'm trying <laughs> to understand what it is. It's a um, relic of a bygone era. Like, are they just trying to be nostalgic? I don't understand. But, um... <clears throat> yeah, it was Video Master. Yes. Um, that was the one I used to go to all the time. Deep into 20 minutes. Almost yes. 30. We should probably move on to we our We should go on to our segment. next segment. Oh, yes. So, shall we get on with... <clears throat> Speaking of looking back... Shall we get yeah. to our segment that where we look back... Now, what yes, was? I'd love to do that. We shall go now to On This Day. On This Day! And so for our first On This Day, it shall be... September 29th? September 29th. In the year 1864, this is an American Civil War fact, was the Battle of Chaffin's Farm is fought. That's right. Chaffin's Farm? Just like the Battle of Shroop Farms in the yeah. office. There yeah, was is, yeah. the Battle of Chaffin Farms. And unfortunately, when you go to Wikipedia, there's a lot about the actual battle, but not a lot about the actual farm. Which is far more fascinating than the actual battle. Let's let's yeah, let's that, not kid ourselves. Yeah. You just imagine yeah. like um one Union, one Confederate soldier just going up, knocking on the dude's, the farmer's house, and he goes, Howdy, neighbor. What can I do you for? And they say, Hello, me and um, the Confederate dude over here, we want to have a battle on your farm. We'd like to reserve it if we could. Because, you know, in the <laughs> olden days, war was yeah. much classier, you know? Yeah, it was polite, like, for sure. They would plan battles and be like, all right, does this day work for you? Yes, it works for me. All right. Yeah. And what was it? I think I learned in history class, like, they would take turns shooting each other. Like, it'd be, all right, you, this row, you go shoot. Bang. All right, nice shot, nice shot. All right, you guys go. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah. It, it wasn't like today where you're walking yeah. around and then someone jumps up. Ah! It was classy yeah. and there was a little bit of sporting good time, as it were. 
That, that's actually one thing in history class. I always remember being perplexed by like <laughs> even the idea of a war crime because I was just like, isn't the whole idea that you're just like being evil and killing and destroying yes. things? And then I would just be like, no, but you have to do it within certain parameters. <laughs> there yes. are rules. To there this. are rules. Like there is and- <laughs> in MMA fighting, everything. There are rules you must follow. If not, you're disqualified. Yeah. And so every time I heard about, like, I mean, sorry if it's too soon, but, like, Pearl Harbor and stuff, which is, like, technically a war crime, I'm I'm just, like, you're all kind of just doing evil crap. Like, I yes. mean, isn't that, like, I mean, I get, it's, like, I know it's evil and bad to just kill people and destroy things, but, like, if, if that, that's kind of the point, so isn't that what you're supposed to do? My official stance, by the way, is that no one should do war. Yes. Uh, but You'd think after, like, millions of years of civilization, there'd be a better way. Yeah. Although, do you ever think so, they could someday, like, honestly, we're, we're, we're all doing virtual stuff right now. You ever think it could just be video game style? Like, one day they'll be like, you know what? Yeah. Just, just video game it. Who cares? Yeah. They're already playing by weird rules. I mean, they're not. I mean, just because, pop in Call of Duty. But, Make sure to use the right username. Hey, hey, no, get serious. Mario Kart. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yes, going back to what was the uh, Chefin's farm? They go and they say, hey, can we fight on your land? Well, you can stay here as long as you want, friends, but you're going to have to do some chores in the morning. Uh, you're going to have to milk the cow, and you're going to have to get eggs from the chicken? That's not a job you want to have. <laughs> Ross's yeah. pinky finger over that. Yeah. And then the... Vi- <laughs> yeah, those chickens have teeth. Oh, yes. So... Yeah, that's the that's the weirdest thing about uh, Chaffin Farms is the cryptid of the, the chicken with sharp teeth that lives on the farm. <laughs> oh, yes. And <laughs> maybe, like, um... Like one, like a union dude was milking a cow, and then he sprayed with an utter the Confederate dude, and he said, "Ah, General, General!" Like he's the coach, General. He sprayed me before we even started the battle. He's out. He's out. And then the union guy's like, "What? What are you talking about?" And then the general's like, "Sir, did you spray him with the milk, even though it was not time for the battle yet?" Well, I, 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 we were just having fun. No, it's not fun. When I get water in my eye, I can't fight properly. And then uh, the Union General is just like, you know what, boy? That's it. Three strikes, you're out. Get out of the army. Go back to civilian life. But please, this is all I wanted. No, you're done. You'll have to read about in the history books. I mean, pers- I've always said, and you can anyone can back back me up on this. I've always said that we should squirt milk into the eyes of Confederates. Oh yes. Um, one question though is that could be uh, something that could be part of the um, uh, part of the I guess show is the right term. Whenever like you remove the Confederate statues, you know, to the people who lost the war, so they shouldn't have statues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could be part of the thing. Is they bring a cow, the last act is squirting the statue in the eye. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a metal cow, and you squirt acid. Yeah, and it melts uh, the statue. Yeah. 
Yeah, or just milk that's so expired that it basically functions as acid. Yes, yeah, so expired, it's almost a solid. They actively <laughs> try to make it not cheese, though. Is, oh, is yes. the clarifying part. Like, they, 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 um, because <clears throat> uh, there ha- there's a certain preserving process that turns something into cheese. Very actively, it is not that. It is fully spoiled, fully toxic, then on the statue. Statue falls into the the river or something. Oh, yes. And you know where you could find that very old milk would be in the Schaffin's Farm refrigerator. Because... Yeah, that's true. They knew they, this would be a special date. Yeah, they saved... They, they were saving for a good occasion. Oh, yes. They are like... Uh, shouldn't we shouldn't we drink some of this milk? Eh, we're waiting for the right time. <laughs> big days next week. The big war day. Uh, I'm also wondering if Chaffin Farms uh, has any relation, or if it is the same thing as Chaffin Farms, which is where they have extremely uncomfortable uh, farming uh, outfits, and they chafe. Uh, maybe maybe that's what the family was went into because. <clears throat> After the, <clears throat> I mean, you had two countries paying Farmer Schaffin for the right to fight on his land. The only thing was you got to do to the chores. No fighting after supper time. And when it's over, you got to clean up the bodies. That's, that's the only request. <laughs> yeah. And then he got paid and he said, Ma, we're no, because, you know, in the olden times, it needs to stop now. In the olden times, people would call their wives Ma. <laughs> yeah, Ma, that's weird. We're no longer in the in the farming business now. We're in the clothes, thanks to the donation from two different countries. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason they uh, still are having to make clothes and kind of retire is because after the Civil War, half that money was useless. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, that's that's a big. No one talked about the problem of chafing during the Civil War. Yes, in a way, he was the true. It, I mean, it could have been a much violent, bloodier battle. But what happened? Seven o'clock, boys, wrap it up. It's supper time. <laughs> Y'all gonna, gonna have to come in, sit, and we're gonna have our supper. No fighting, no more. And if you do <laughs> fight, you're out. Gotta go home. <laughs> so. As we try to figure out our new way of doing things, should we quickly go to a question? And you actually have a question. I do. It was tough. Wow. tough. Wow, it was wow, tough wow. to find some. I'll have to try and find an easier way to do it. Yeah. But we do our have original, a question. Yeah. Our original lifeblood is dead. Yes. Thank you, Yahoo. Uh, I'm glad we didn't keep along name with, in the show. With, along with the Yahoo streaming service. Dead. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but we we can find other questions on the internet. So I yes. guess I suppose that's what we're about to do. So yeah, let's let's do uh, a question. Yes, short and sweet. <clears throat> Am I weird because I ride long distance commuter trains for fun? Mm. So, this person for fun. Likes to ride long distance commuter trains. Uh huh. I mean, I feel like you're a nerd. Like you're an absolute uh, king dork. 
but does sound I don't know sounds kind of fun to me. Maybe I'm a king dork. <laughs> Just imagine every like summer it's hey kids are you ready you know some people go disney world some universal we're gonna run the commuter train oh dad not again that's right (laughs) so get ready we're gonna sit there and we're gonna watch the trees go by see some buildings some fancy places we'll never get to go because you know (laughs) daddy's got a lot of legal uh, fees to pay because he's been trying to steal the trains for a (laughs) while but yeah daddy's on the run uh i mean uh from uh from from the from the from the nine to five definitely just just the nine to five not on the run from anything else there was for years he had job he hated and he's been on the run he doesn't know that he was fired like a decade ago like um, (laughs) colin's sick that one time but (laughs) i've been sick for 10 years they don't need to know about the rest so we're gonna go on commuter trains every every five months we gotta go a different place and we are we kids when when people ask what does your dad do for a living you tell them he's a drifter he drips yeah. in, drips out. Yeah. And you know what? I informed my job that I wasn't going to be in today every day by letter, but I didn't put a stamp on it because I'm not giving any money to the fits. <laughs> oh, so, exactly. So oh, the think- simple life of a drifter. You take the dishwashing job. You fall in love with the cute waitress. Then she finds out you have a kid. And then when... <laughs> Everything goes right. You realize it's time to leave. That's <laughs> you say, oh, no, no, a drifter. No, 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 no. This is uh, this is like an intern or something. I ain't got a kid. <laughs> oh yes. Hey, 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 Johnny, be cool. Go wash a dish or something. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. work here. Oh yes, exactly. <laughs> You're messing uh, up your dad. You're messing up your dad's game. Oh yes. <laughs> Son, there is no there is no more noble life than that of a drifter. But dad, I want to be a lawyer. No, you don't need to be a lawyer. You just need to go in, and but the most important thing is get out, because otherwise the man will come after you. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> and like every time, like like uh, two cops come into the restaurant, I will have a thing of donuts uh, for the for the force today. He's like, all right, all right, son, that cool, that cool, that cool. They don't know I've been, I've been, we're on the run because I called in sick to work 10 years ago. Hello, officers. Well, howdy. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll just go get your donuts. Are you okay, sir? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's not like I've been, I called into work 10 years ago and haven't shown up since. Goodness knows, I'd never do such a thing like that. I'm going to go. And then, like, I do have a social security card. Yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. I have a social. Yeah, I do have a social security card. Where did you want to see it? Because I can show you. <laughs> no, sir. You don't need to show us your. <sighs> okay. Uh, yeah, because I definitely have one. Uh... <laughs> like, mm-mm, these donuts look good. Oh, let me take that. Let me take this napkin. Wipe my fingerprints off the, off the plate. <laughs> you don't want to leave those babies lying around. <laughs> Put them yeah. Sir, are you are you are. Are you a little concerned today, sir? Oh, no, no. Just, you know, the average laugh of a drifter. I'm yeah. going to go take my son. I mean, my intern. And uh, we're going to go make a run to the store real quick. And then the waitress, when you got to be back, hun? 
uh, I'll be back soon, but possibly never. <laughs> yep, that's the life of a drifter. The life of a drifter. That's a life for me. I so, like that. I'd like to hear from the drifter again someday, honestly. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we get Adam to our list of characters, the drifter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put him on there right now. <laughs> I swear there were some from the last episode that we wanted to put on the list, but I can't remember who they were. I have to re-listen, I yeah. guess. <laughs> to skim past it again. But yeah. Drifter always showing up somewhere. Uh trying to cover his tracks yes from town to town so to answer the question are you weird in a way yes but not because of the commuter train yeah it's you're mostly... a bit paranoid but you found the key to happiness which is the life of a drifter yeah you're you're some kind of hyper paranoid conspiracy theorist theorist sort of like uh societal reject kind of uh <laughs> yes you, you don't yeah you're you're off the rails yes. as one would say <laughs> it's like son never flush the toilet why is that dad because then it gives them your dna you don't want them to have yeah. it you yeah. just take you a know. plastic bag you <laughs> scoop it up and you burn it yeah <laughs> okay uh but Dad, can't they still get your DNA from like the ground after? <laughs> nah, because those bureaucratic types won't see the outside. Hey, hey, Dad, when can we finally relax? Son, we can finally relax when we're dead. Other than that, it's paranoia 24 7. You know, I actually like to make this train my permanent bunker. <laughs> Maybe they'll they, maybe they'll notice if I live in the supply closet. All right, every every week it's like, all right, son, quickly, we gotta get into the train, and then the conduct we gotta get we gotta get in there so that no one knows we're on the train. And every week the conductor's like, oh gosh, that drifter again. <laughs> he, he he makes the customer the other passengers feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. He always pays with exact change at restaurants. Never leaves a tip. <laughs> oh, exactly. Because then they know. Well, they know something's off. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So now we know about him. So should we go? Let's see how much time we got left in this uh, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking two more segments. And the last one is you know what? All right. Did we want to get into some product placement? Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yes, it is time for us to pay the bills. As it were, some people, a drifter friend, wouldn't know what that's like. But we had to deal with that. Sometimes all we have is our one penny. But if we don't do yeah. it, Paul says he's going to take it away. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, if I'm... I'm trying to remember the lore of our own lives, our real lives yes. is happening. <clears throat> Would this be Roger's product placement? Where do we stand on that relationship? Well, remember, Roger's gone. <laughs> remember? What? Paul came back and... Ugh. He... 
I don't know how to tell you this, but I believe Roger is dead. But he told we had an appointment. We were going to meet for eggs and brekkie. And I think that was Paul messing with you. Paul was gone for a little to recap. For those of you who don't know, the show (laughs) ended. Paul was gone. We had our new producer that we loved. Roger. And then at the end of our first show, that was got a message a saying Roger was gone and that Paul was back. But that was always a thing that, that me and Roger, we'd, we'd call it brekkie. And we always joked like, oh, oh, we'll meet up for brekkie someday. And I always envisioned that I'd get the spinach and mushroom omelet and he'd get, he has a sweet tooth, so he'd get the, the strawberry banana French toast. Oh, yes, it was nice. It. And then I'd say, oh, that's a lot of syrup. And you'd just be like, uh, "Oh, that's a lot of salt." And I'd say it is. I do. I have, uh, I have high blood pressure and cholesterol. <sighs> yes. Um, it was nice to have a producer that we knew. Oh wait, what's this? <clears throat> I think I just got something on the chat. I'm getting something. Yeah, it's yeah, from Paul. Something. And he says um, that Roger is having, what was it, breakfast with the angels brekkie. now. Oh, he's having brekkie with the angels? Brekkie with the angels. So, like, did he move to Los Angeles? That would make sense. Yeah. I mean, Roger is <laughs> the kind of dude who has stars in his eyes. Yeah, I feel like he wasn't having in a <clears throat> suburban... Michigan, he wasn't really having a lot of success as a producer, so he no. was probably he probably needed to move to the Angels, as they call it. Um, that's got to be it. Well, what, what what's this? Oh, it looks like Paul. I guess Paul is actually really watching us right now. He said, um, "Roger did see stars, and now he sees complete darkness." Yeah. Oh, yeah, huh. and he okay. So Paul said. Roger is uh, with your grandparents now, uh, which I think that's kind of confusing because um, my grandparents are from this area. So maybe he's not in L.A. Are maybe they in, still on vacation? Yeah. That could make sense. I just think he's in L.A. and Maybe yeah. one day we'll get a letter from Roger again. It'd be nice to catch up. Yeah, What's we'll been going on, on Roger? We'll have to ask later what Paul's talking about there. He's always so cryptic. This is actually the first text message of it. It's literally just like months and months of silence. And then it just says, <laughs> Roger is with your grandparents now. Oh, like he must wow. have known we were talking about this. Yes. I think what got him really, what piqued Paul's interest was hearing about the product placement. Because he is on our throats about the yeah. product placement. Yeah, and that's a good transition because now that I know that Paul truly is back and it's not, Roger was really trying to go more of the PBS route. Like he was yes. like, I, I, I want to get more, uh, I want to make this not something about products, trying to sell people on things, trying to make them spend money. I want it to be a community run thing. Like, uh, do you remember the tote bags sort of. that he pitched? Like it was the tote bag with the yeah. purple guy on it. Yeah, and then he has the, the capping, he's got the light bulb. 
the really great thing is like when those tote bags were pitched, um, we were worried that we would have to get them produced in this sort of unethical way by like this company that was exploiting its workers. And then Roger said, no, I, I can't do that. I'm going to make all the tote bags myself. Yes. And then he just with his hands and fingers just constructed all these tote bags and um yeah i kind of wonder what happened to those it would be nice to know probably in la with him yes probably handing yeah probably handing them out to like uh people in need uh you know they'd i mean it'd be nice if he mailed one back yeah i'd like one i mean they 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 were a good size and they were sturdy because they were handmade so they fit a lot of non-perishables so when you would like pass them out to soup kitchens and stuff, uh, in yeah, uh, in, in like sh- shelters, uh, uh, yeah, but L- yeah, L.A. needs that kind of stuff too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> L.A. needs Roger more than Roger needs L.A. Yeah, that's yes. true. Yeah. So, um, so what we're gonna like sell an ad? We were gonna sell an ad. Because that's what okay. Paul wants. And Paul gets what Paul wants. <clears throat> okay. Alright, so shall we? In today's Paul's product placement is a product that was around for a little bit. But we're trying to find a new use for it. And that is the portable record player portable yes that's right it uh, was a re- it was kind of like a walkman okay. but for records got it so this might actually be a new uh th- th- this might be a new era from paul because now he's picked a product that i would really like yes portable so records. now we know there's one customer for it yes um so i'm curious to see if this is portable um well, I think if so you Google we're image full it, size, it'll we're talking pop 12 up. inch, we're talking LPs, we're talking 33. We're talking like legit records. I'm curious if this is different than just a Crosley. I'm imagining Where was something it? you can just like a Walkman. Uh, <clears throat> oh, wait, let's see. I think I found an image of it. I'll try to share a, it real quick. Apparently, there's a mini Crosley. Crosley being. Ooh. Oh, it's the world's smallest record player. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Why is it so small? <laughs> um, it's really the biggest hurdle. Is that I ha- I have to that just looks like a cassette player. Oh yes. So let's see. What was it? These portable record players tended to skip and jump around. If you well skipped and. Jumped around. If you wanted to play a record, you had to find a level spot to set the player and make sure nothing bumped it. Otherwise, you could say goodbye to that brand new album. That's hilarious because um, uh, <laughs> that is one thing I didn't think about that's different about cassettes and stuff. Like with my record player uh, right here. Um. Yeah, with my record player over here, <laughs> um, uh, 
if you walk around to uh, with too heavy steps, the needle will shake, and <laughs> and that's just sitting on a counter on a dresser. Um, so anything that's supposed to be portable, <laughs> that would uh, be really bad. Yes. So, oh, did I don't know if I, but I don't know if the last time you, when the last time you were at Target was, but I went there mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. And I never thought I'd say this, but did you know Target sells more records than they do CDs now? Like, they have more selections yeah. for records? I mean, I, I'm not surprised that's record collecting is a really big collector's market, whereas no one uses CDs anymore. They'd just rather use streaming. So for people who actually buy music, and I'm this way too, the idea of buying a CD feels like an absolute waste of money to get this useless chunk of plastic. Uh, <laughs> that just has a digital file on it. Um, oh, whereas yes. I have like over a hundred vinyl records uh, over the past ten years of collecting them, and I love I love that. Um, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of uh, bigger stores starting to get into it and transitioning that way because, like, Barnes and Noble and stuff has like a huge vinyl. Uh, uh, collection or that they're selling I uh, it's not usually the type of music I go for um, uh, but I I like I like uh, vertigo records downtown that's my local record store shout out sorry Paul <clears throat> oh yes uh, so but yeah that's uh it's a it's a pretty sick hobby if you're into bright colors. Maybe I should show <laughs> off some of the incredibly bright, cool colors. Because there's no point in just having a plain black record. Oh, exactly. You gotta have, like, how Nickelodeon had the orange VHSs. Yeah. Oh, my. Neon green. This is, <laughs> uh, what is this? Blood incantation. History, hidden history of the human race. All right, so... We know that just because it's so small and you got to worry about it, the portable record player is not good for playing actual records. So, mm-hmm. in the year 2021, what can the portable record be used for in our modern age? What is something you would need to have spin around and around and around? Could it be like, if you're a bartender, right? Yeah. You go in front of AA meetings, and of course, who's always at the AA meetings? Our favorite uncle and aunt, Uncle Alan and Ash. Yeah. Ash, um, give, me, give me $5 so I can get a beer. <laughs> Al, come on, you just got out of the meeting. You really want to go down that path again? I'd rather go down that path than the path that led me to me and you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I don't even know why I'm here. I should go to hypnotherapy or something. They don't do this for cigarettes. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um <laughs> at the end of the steps of well, aren't most alcoholics and means at like churches or something or uh I don't know. There's a building like at the bottom of the steps. There is a there's yeah. a bartender saying, Hey, that looks like that mean took a lot out of you. You thirsty? How would you like a special cocktail? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. take whatever you give me. All the alcohol in the world in one yeah. nice glass. That's why I came here anyway. 
Yes. So you're saying so the bartender will just like pour ingredients into the portable record player, close it, hit the spin button, and then it, and it mixes it together. Mm-hmm. And this way, yeah. he is the portable bartender for the portable that's, bar. That's interesting because I yes. mean, this thing's a small size; it's convenient. You can put it at yes. your waist like a Walkman. And the other ingredients, you know, the tote, a nice tote. And, oh yes. Um, you uh, throw in all the ingredients for a cocktail. There's probably some holes. I mean, some of some of that liquid will probably drip out, but you can catch that in the tote. <laughs> this way, he can go sell beer to uh, and alcohol to all the places you shouldn't. Like at the end of a high school football game. Hey, kids, thirsty? Oh, that Gatorade isn't going <laughs> to quench your thirst. You know what you need. <laughs> a nice beer. Here, watch me make it in my little, and then I can spin it. Here you go. Nice. It's fresh. It's made right in front yeah. of your eyes for 30 seconds. Yeah. It's like it's like a good way to be a street bartender, like, a, like in the same way of like a street musician who has like their feet cl- uh, clinking symbols together and yes uh, they have a drum on their back but this is like with cocktail mixing yes a except he, he will clearly get more of an audience than the musician uh yeah more Although people I, will wait in line for him <laughs> yeah i i worry then if anyone use tries to use this thing for a record in in the future after that point that some's gonna it's sticky. <laughs> why is this? Why does this smell like a, a an olive and a strawberry uh, mixer? Oh why yeah. Does this smell like a tonic? <laughs> they'll be like, after the bartender dies, they'll be like, though that's the kids talking about. You think Dad had a private life we never know about? He would always go out, but we thought he was cheating on Mom. What? Well, what was sure. it? Separate business. <laughs> Where did he get all this money from? And they'll, they'll know. And they'll see, like, um, all these newspapers of uh, Wanted, the portable bartender, serving you alcohol know, people who shouldn't you, have it. You know what, though? Portable. Um, you can take it anywhere around the country. You can go. You can live a, a, a separate life going around the entire country mixing drinks. Yes. On the run. Oh, of course. On the on a train from place to place. Yes. You can show up in New Orleans. Hey, would you like a margarita? Because oh, exactly. Yeah. That's why he called. That's why he called into sick to work all those years ago. It wasn't because he hated his job. He just wanted to bring it to everyone in the country. Yeah. Um. And Canada as well. Yeah, and his job was in, like, customer relations or something, but this is basically his new job. Yes. He uh, drifts from town to town, and <laughs> when they catch him selling his beer, his alcohol, that's when he has to drift to another city. Yeah. His, uh, oh, c- come on, Johnny, this is not strictly legal. I mean, no, it is. You're going to have to take this over from you someday, so just for all intents and purposes, this is completely fine. Someday he'll go to a town that still practices prohibition. 
<laughs> he's like, hey, how would you guys like a beer? And then um, and he's like, boy, that was a long drive. How would you guys like a beer? Sir, we are, we are, uh, we celebrate prohibition. Oh, crap. All right. Son, come on. We got to go. This is the quickest stop we ever made in our trip to careers. Yeah. 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 Immediately back on the train. This is not any place I would want to be. Yes. And to even tie it up even more. One of like his go-to spots to resupply his alcohol is a little farmer friend he knows who is a great descendant of someone who owned that farm during the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. He's like, hey, I got drift again. Can I um, store my beer here? Well, you know the rules. No selling after supper time, and you got to do some chores, and that's the way it's got to be. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, Sounds beautiful. good. That's beautiful, bringing it all the way back around. Yes. It almost makes me, it almost makes me want to just end the episode there, but I know uh, there could be a Dear Abby around the corner. Do you have one or two Dear Abbeys? Oh, I do. So, yes, real quick. For fourteen ninety nine, you can be a drifter bartender just like our friend. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so um, shall so we go? It. It's always... I love how there's only one way to describe this segment Mm -hmm. no other segment has a description like this but this one does it is beloved dear Abby and we shall okay dear Abby to hear one of these again what let's hear it I'm excited to hear one of these again oh yes let's do a better job (laughs) Dear Abby, I'm nearing 57 and single. My mother, who is 78, lives in the same apartment complex. I always try to talk with her because we don't have much time together. All she wants to do is watch TV and read the paper. She allows me to take talk to her for about half hour a day, then she has to go. If I visit her, she can only talk to me for a few minutes. Then she has to put the TV on. I never read this out loud before. Oh, man. She's so much more brutal than I remember seeing this last oh night. I feel like I must beg her to talk with me. When I approached her about it, she said she's living her life. Oh, man. I know this person's in right now. But it's so funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> I feel like I must pay her. <laughs> this is why Abby gets paid more than us. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, boy. Oh, we've derailed. I feel like I must beg her to talk with me. <laughs> I don't even respond to this. <laughs> <laughs> Who signed it? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been a while since we done Dear Abby. <laughs> it's always so depressing. I'm trying. I'm trying. Writers, I'm. My hands are sweating as I'm thinking. I gotta get back and continue it. 
<laughs> when I approached her about it, she said she's living her life as she wants to, basically without me. Because of that, I decided to give up and spend only Christmas and her birthday with her. She probably won't even notice. If you have any advice, I would like to see it. Okay. <laughs> Signed her. <laughs> I got tears. <laughs> this letter brought me to tears, but not the way she meant it. <laughs> Signed her sad, her daughter. <laughs> Oh God! I'm so sorry. Oh. This 78-year-old this is uh, sitting in a room, sunglasses on at night, inside with a cigarette. Yeah. Don't tread on me! Don't tread on me! Yes. So. Don't tread on me, Susan. Oh yes, they live in the same apartment complex, and she wants to spend. She can only spend only a little bit of time. With her before she's like, I got you on the tea on. I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> I I'm imagining every <laughs> single time uh, the daughter walks into the apartment, you silently hear uh, her mother like uh, click on a timer, and the entire time she's in there, you just hear. Oh yeah, it's like oh mom, mom, just that makes that puts so much pressure on her conversation. Can't we just have a a talk without this like constant thing looming over us this noise she's like a therapist saying 30 we're on your left. time yeah it's, it's like 20, 20 seconds left well okay uh, so i just wanted to god I, I, this is so quickly because i was just wanted to bring up something about my brother your, your son because uh this thanksgiving ding ding ding, ding oh i'm ding, sorry ding. our time is over for the week You're you must leave to... now yeah you almost what <laughs> how far does the mom go trying to avoid how old is she she is 70 78 i think her mom is 78 and the daughter is 57 mhm so like every time the daughter goes into the complex she's like hey mom i got some great some great news and then when the mom hears as she goes to the door to knock on it well, to let herself in, she notices that it's locked, and then suddenly the lights will turn off, and you'll, you'll hear footsteps running to the bedroom. Mom! Mom, I know you're in there! Let me in! I've got good news! <laughs> like, maybe, like, every time it's their visit, she goes over the most boring details of her day. Like, um, you know, Mom, man, I woke up, and I realized that... This finger was significantly smaller than the other finger. I called the doctor and they said that was normal, but I just don't know. I don't know if I can trust that doctor. Boy, when I went to when I went to shower, I realized I'm out of shampoo. Been out for two days. Did that stop <laughs> me? No, because I squeezed and got the little bit left. And the mom's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't. It's so boring. <laughs> she, she's uh, the the daughter is like, ah, try to new brand of a uh, gluten free pasta this week. <laughs> you know, it's a little better than the other brand, which is you know, it's a little more. But and slowly the mother is getting up, opening the window. <laughs> I can't, I can't do, I can't hear about this. <laughs> 
<laughs> she, she's like, Mom, you know, on the way over here, I was tying my shoe. And I was like, all right, God, make the bunny ears. Just like you taught me, Ma. <laughs> what about the shoe? Well, it's the darndest thing. Shoelace broken. Got no shoelaces no more. They're held together by a rubber band right now. I can't deal with this. I'm, I'm, I'm almost... Do you understand my life expectancy? I've gone past it. 75. Boom. I'm 78. You have no idea what this is like. It, it could end any time. I can't deal with this. Yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, I don't know if we can top just the reading of the question. Yes. It's too good. So should um decide to spend only Christmas and her birthday with her, my advice would be don't ruin her Christmas and birthday. Those should be, <laughs> those should be days she should have to herself. Yeah, you or I would say... The lesser cut, holidays like Arbor Day or something. Yeah, or I would say if I if if I were trying to be a more helpful to uh, the the daughter, I would say try and get just um, something to really catch her attention. Like uh, come with a, an exciting story; it doesn't have to be real. Come with bearing gifts, you know, just really suck up. Yes, <laughs> like um, like um. What was I? Oh, oh, <laughs> she could come in and be like, okay, what, what is it today this time? Did you, uh, did your faucet not turn on right away? Is, well, what is the issue? Mom, I, I, I can't believe this, but your brother who died three years ago, I'm telling you, he's alive. What, what are you <laughs> saying? He's alive. Not only that, he has a twin brother that you never knew about <laughs> wow. and they're coming here this christmas what oh my god i saw it was the last of my family yeah you gotta really ham it up you really the got only, to over exaggerate it yeah the only other thing uh <clears throat> i i would leave with uh is that if none of that works and you have to go find maybe you just have to go find a new mom and I do hear yes. that the Drifter's ex-wife is looking for a new daughter. Because oh, yes, because her, her husband's been gone with Johnny for a long time. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so yeah. So you might have something. You might be able to connect there. So I'd definitely hit her up. Yes. Who knows when he'll be back? I mean, if he does come back, it'll only be a short time before he's got Drift again. Yeah, he'd probably get off the train and go, Okay, wait. No, this is too familiar. I've got to <laughs> back, back on Johnny. <laughs> I, I am too. I, I am not old enough to start doing reruns in my career. No, gotta, yeah, gotta how keep going. How did we end up here again? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So, there you go. Go find the Drifter's wife. Yeah, yeah there I'm, you go. And with that, I think we can look back at what we've learned today and there really is only one th there seems to be one thread that lasts throughout it it's that the answer is always to drift drift yeah, from drift in your away. career drift from drift your on, family just drift away drift the life of a drifter that's the life for me and yes. we know that that 
advice was not advice that you asked for. Yes, something you should get tattooed, like full on your back. The life you of the really, trickers is a life for me. <clears throat> listeners should definitely get every single end end of episode bit of advice that we've ever given tattooed. Oh yes, I would love that. That would that would make Absolutely. it all worth it. Yeah, that's. Plus, yeah, you know who would you, love like to have the tattoo artist share some of the profits with them would be Paul. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he's looking for new business ventures all the time. He's very, very money-minded. Um, okay, so he he does want... Okay. He's threatening to turn out the lights, so we're kind of yes. going a little long. We um, is time to wrap it up. So there you go. Yeah. Life of the Drifters, life for me. And there it was. There it was. There it was.